Hello everyone and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. I am your host, the Honorable Greg B, and this is Chapter 121. And uh, it's been a couple weeks uh, since the last chapter and I figured it was time to do another chapter. Plus we got Money in the Bank coming up this weekend and we finally have some UFC action also happening this weekend. Um, you know, I think last time out I was going to try and plan on doing some special episodes, uh, you know, kind of given the time that's going on right now. Um, you know, it's it's weird because it's like I feel like I should have more time on my hands than I actually do or maybe... It's not that I don't have time on my hands. I think everyone kind of does have time on their hands. They're not doing, um, you know, the normal, normal, quote unquote, normal uh, sort of things they typically do. Like, I'm not going to any sporting events. I'm not going to the movies. I'm not going out uh, to any places. But it's like, at the same time, I kind of feel like I'm not taking advantage completely of all the time and doing things I kind of thought I would be doing. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. But one thing I know I am doing... Um, is uh, making uh, a lot of YouTube videos and posting it to my YouTube channel. If you haven't checked that out, head on over to YouTube and check out the One Man Renegade podcast uh, YouTube channel. I'm posting videos basically every day at this point. Um, So go check it out there and subscribe, like, share. Check that all out. Um, And, you know, maybe at some point I'll do some more um, podcasts as well. I I was kind of planning on, because right now, I'm in the midst of uh, opening up old baseball, football, basketball, hockey cards, and kind of I'm in this 1994 uh, period right now. So I was kind of thinking about doing relative to 1994 podcasts. Uh, so like maybe ranking the best, you know, top my top 10 movies or top 10 albums or whatever the case may be. I haven't really figured it out yet, so that's why I haven't done it yet. Uh, maybe I will do it, but I'm quickly running out of 1994 stuff so i'm gonna head on to 95 but i'll do at least one of those topics i think at some point so be on the lookout for that coming soon hopefully um but in the meantime uh let's head dive straight into all my normal nonsense that i chat about uh, and we'll start off as we usually do with the matinee moments now i haven't been to the movies obviously movies aren't really open i mean i know some states um are starting to open back up businesses and stuff like that. But I don't know that that has included movie theaters in any way, shape, or form. And even if it did, there's not movies coming out right now. All the movies that would have been coming out in this time period have all been, um, you know, delayed and whatever. I mean, as I'm talking, uh, the Black Widow should be on, like, about to start <laughs> today. Um, Tonight uh, and then tomorrow, uh, you know, Black Widow should be up, but obviously it got delayed till November, um, so we won't be seeing that. Obviously, the Bond movie should have been out um, a couple weeks away from Fast and Furious. Whatever, all the big movies that were supposed to be out are not happening. Obviously, uh, they all got delayed. So even if the movie theaters were starting to open, I don't know what you'd go see because um, most of all the movies that were out in the movie theater when this all kind of went down all ended up going to on demand and stuff. So you can get those on demand and stuff if you wanted to with that said i did see two new movies because netflix and uh other streaming services have had new movies including apple plus which i just recently dived into some of the apple plus stuff we'll talk about that a little bit more as we go into the tv side of things but for as for the movie side of things they have released a few couple movies um and the one i saw chose to watch so far is the banker uh, if you're not familiar with the banker is, I believe it's a based on a true story. I'm pretty sure 
It wasn't quite clear at first, but I'm pretty sure based off of the movie itself, um, it's based on true story. And again, based on a true story. So what exactly of it is actually true and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but the basic premise of the movie, it stars Anthony Mackie and then Samuel Jackson. And so Falcon and Nick Fury. And uh, they try to get together a group of uh, crime fighter. No, I'm just joking. Uh, they, they're uh, kind of investors, and they start buying up a bunch of real estate and set in the in the 50s in California. But because of their race, they don't exactly get the you know they can't exactly go you know head 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 into um, it by themselves because people aren't going to really listen to them. Blah blah blah. So they hire uh, uh, another character. Uh, played by Nicholas Holt, who you may know as the Beast from the young, the younger Beast from the X Men movies. He was also in Mad Max Fury Road um, as the I forget his name in the movie, but he was kind of like the crazy guy that uh, was that they captured and and whatever. Uh, but um, yeah, so he's kind of he's kind of brought on as like their you know, representation, basically. He's the guy that goes around and talks to everyone. So then a bunch of stuff happens, and, you know, I don't want to spoil it, what happens or whatever, because um, you should watch it. It's, it's a pretty solid movie. Uh, but, you know, stuff happens. It's set in the 50s, you know, 50s, 60s. So, uh, you know, the race uh, stuff was going on, obviously, big time back in those days, and, you know, it has a lot to do with that and, and everything, and kind of just the story of these guys lives and stuff now there was some controversy with this movie um it came out initially in theaters i believe and then eventually got onto apple plus to stream uh about a month or so ago i can't remember exactly the dates but um it was at some festival i believe prior to that and there was some issues with the guys who's in the movie that Anthony Mackie portrays. Son apparently was involved somehow in the movie. But then there was some allegations against him and things got delayed, I guess, because of that. And eventually he got removed from all, uh, you know, the movie or whatever. I don't know exactly exactly what happened. I don't know. But so there were some delays and issues with the this movie to begin with. Um but obviously it's now out on Apple Plus, so if you have Apple Plus, uh, check it out. And if you don't have Apple Plus, double check that you don't have Apple Plus, because a lot of people that just got, like, bought new Apple products or something, just get it for free for a while. Or I think the Verizon or T-Mobile or one of those ones, I don't, I, I don't, maybe, I forget which one it is, uh, you get a free year or something, um, and then it's only like five bucks a month, so it's not like breaking the bank or anything like that, I think. I think that's the price point. I don't know. Whatever. I'm currently getting it for free because my mom got a new phone. So there you go. <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, but uh, there's also the Beastie Boys movie uh, documentary that came out. I haven't watched that yet. That's on my radar. It's probably the next thing I'll I'll watch. Unfortunately, we just uh, passed the anniversary of MCA passing away. I don't know if that was released in the same day as that or not. I don't know. But I noticed that the other day that that movie was out and it was the anniversary of MCA, unfortunately, passing away, uh, which was like seven years ago, eight years ago at this point. It's been a while. Um, But yeah, so then the other movie that I did see was on Netflix 
extra action, as I like to call it. But it's really called extraction, but it's like extra action because it's an action movie. As a movie called Extraction, I think would be. Uh, basically, it stars uh, Thor, so another Marvel character. I uh, know uh, Chris uh, Hemsworth. Um, he um, he um, is hired by these people uh, to uh, find this boy and extract him. And he leads a team, extraction team, but then there's some twat twist and people turning each other. And then there's lots of shooting and fighting and craziness. It's a typical action movie, uh, you know, so it, it's pretty good. It's it's worth, it's what it is. You know, it's an action movie starring Chris Hemsworth. So there you go. Uh, definitely worth um, a watch if uh, you're into action movies or like Chris Hemsworth uh, kicking ass for two hours and, uh, you know. I don't want to say, you know, how it ends or anything like that, because I don't want to ruin it or nothing, but, um, yeah, there's lots of twists and turns and sorts of stuff like that, so it's intriguing, um, it's nothing to, you know, it's nothing crazy, it's not, it's it's an action movie, but it's solid, definitely solid, definitely worth a watch, uh, so check it out, you have Netflix, I have Netflix, everyone has Netflix, you have Netflix, (laughs) go, if you have Netflix, of course you do, uh, go check it out, it's on there, it came out, I want to say, Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I don't even remember at this point. Time is kind of weird these days because you lose track of what day it is or what month it is or, or uh, you know, all that sort of thing. So, yeah, I can't, I don't remember exactly what day it came out, but I think it was towards the end of April at some point. All of a sudden, I was just like, saw a commercial for it. I was like, oh, that movie, that looks interesting. And there it was. So, definitely go check that out if you uh, have the time, which. You probably do. Uh, yeah, all right, moving on, though. That's, uh, that's it for really for movies. I can't think of anything else. I, you know, I got to dive some more into some of the movies that are maybe on Netflix and, and those those streaming services and stuff just to see what else is out there because obviously we're not getting any new movies that would have been in the theaters necessarily. Um, I know, like, a couple movies I think Disney is going to just put on Disney+. Plus. Uh, they do. I know they've been putting up stuff early, uh, like Onward that came out like a month or so ago, right before everything went, went, um, you know, everything kind of blew up. Uh, they put that on Disney plus they just put on star Wars, um, uh, rise of Skywalker on star Wars day. Now, I don't know if that was the original plan. I feel like it seems very quick to put that on, on uh Disney plus, um, that fast after, you know, obviously it only came out in December. And just came out on DVD and Blu-ray not too long ago. Uh, but given that it was Star Wars Day and given what we're going through right now, kind of makes sense to do it. So they did it. But um, I don't know if that was the original plan. I, I kind of doubt it, but I don't know for sure. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, if you have if you have Disney Plus and want to see the new Star Wars, it's out there. Uh, but I'm sure with all the advertisement they've been doing for it, you already know that. <laughs> and uh, may the 4th be with you. Uh, even though it already happened. Uh, all right, moving on. All right, let's move on to the uh, small screen sweeps. Uh, we have a couple of uh, uh, finales took place, uh, a couple of season finales, and one uh, series finale. Um, the um, Homeland series finale took place. Um, you know, you know. Obviously, this show is you know, you know. Obviously, the way it started, it really had a big, you know, kind of. Um, uh, you know, hype and uh, and uh, the first couple seasons 
everyone was really into it. And then it kind of died off. And, you know, it's been okay. A couple seasons weren't so great. A couple seasons were all right. Uh, so, you know, now it's it was the f- final season and it was kind of time to wrap things up. And, you know, they wrapped it up. The, you know, last season was over. It, was, it wasn't terrible, but it, it was all right. Um, you know, obviously twists and turns and sort of all sort of like over the over the top nonsense in terms of that sort of thing but um you know eventually the ending was you know satisfying to some degree um depending on how you feel but um yeah i mean i think i feel like i had a solid editing ending for uh what it was and uh yeah i mean if you haven't checked out the new season i would say check it out um now if it's a kind of the show you if you watched it kind of the first couple seasons kind of gave up with it on it I'd say check out the last season. I, I wouldn't say you need to go watch all the seasons, but um, now if it's a show you never watched, would I recommend starting from the beginning? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, I think what was it, eight seasons? So you know, it's it's a bit it's a bit of a um, commitment, and given the you know the what the quality of the quality is after the first couple seasons. Yeah, I mean, those it might you might struggle through the middle seasons or whatever, but I don't know. It's worth a check. It's worth a watch, I guess. Um, also, Better Call Saul had its season finale. It has one more season coming up. Um, don't know when that's going to come out. I would assume next year at the, around this time, but I don't know if it got delayed at all. I heard heard an interview with someone, uh, uh, Lalo. And he said they were pretty much done with everything they needed to do filming-wise. So it was just a matter of them, you know, doing all the post-production stuff. But obviously if they do have to do any sort of reshoots or any sort of thing like that or, or whatever, maybe, you know, it could get delayed by everything that's going on. I don't know. But, um, you know, regardless of that, it it's not going to happen anytime super soon. But uh, whether it's, you know, a year from now or, you know, longer given... You know, it was a couple, uh, you know, it was a, quite a long gap between the last two seasons or whatever, but, um, so it ended, but the season ended, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of interesting to know, you know, where they are now, given where, you know, better call or Breaking Bad, I should say, starts. So it's like, all right, you know, what's going to happen in between, um, you know, better call solve end of this season and, you know, bringing a beginning of Breaking Bad um to what you what they still have to do there's still a lot there's still a lot that we don't know you know um and you know there's certain characters or whatever obviously there's characters we do know what happens with so it's like their stories are a little bit you know they're still interesting don't get me wrong but at the same time it's like well we we know what to expect from these guys because we know what their future holds but then there's those other characters that don't make it to breaking bad or just aren't on breaking bad um so it's going to be interesting to see what they how those stories stories um unfold um and then also the gene stuff uh for better call Saul the afterwards the after aftermath of breaking bad uh with the gene character uh to see what ends up happening with that now it'll be interesting to see how they do that for next season because obviously in all the previous seasons they've had the like one scene at the beginning of the season and then gone into the rest of you know the the you know flashbacks you know of from before, so it'll be interesting to see how they do that this year or this, the last season uh, because you know it's like well if you started off that way don't you have to finish 
Because you have to finish whatever your story is, necess- you know, most likely. Unless they do some sort of other spinoff or something. I don't know. But uh, the Gene story. Uh, but I, I doubt it. But, um, you know, if you do uh, if you do that at the beginning of the season, then it's like, well, then that story ends. And then you go back. But then I feel like you have to have something at the end, right? There has to be something at the end to kind of wrap everything up, I would imagine. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. That's probably not at least a year from now. So, or maybe not. Maybe it'll come out about the same time it did this year. I don't know, but we'll see. Uh, but I'm, I'm gonna guess it's gonna be a little bit delayed. So I'll probably see it around this time next year would be my guess. But I don't know. Um, then Westworld wrapped up its season, which I was a little confused by because I thought it was ten episodes, and the season ended up only being eight episodes, where the previous two had been ten. So I was like, oh wait, this is the finale. I was watching. I was like. Because it went a little longer than the, you know, over, it was like an hour and 20 minutes maybe. So it was a little long. And it kind of seemed like it was like a lot of stuff was happening. And it was kind of like, hmm, this seems like it's a finale, but it's only episode eight. And then I was like, oh, it is the finale. Okay. Fooled me. Um, But yeah, the season was solid. Um, I would say it was better than the second season, but not as good as the first season. I would say, um, still, you know, it's, it's, it, you know, it's got my interest enough that I'm keeping, I'm keep watching, but you know, it's not amazing by any degree. It was fine. Um, you know, there's some twists and turns here and there with some of the characters and stuff, but it's, you know, the thing I liked about the first season was it was contained in the, uh, in the world. In, in the second season, it was sort of, but, like, not as much. And in the third season, not at all. So it's it's kind of hard to keep track of who's what and where's where. Whereas the first season, it was a lot more, you know, you know, clear. Um, yeah, it gets confusing, too. Just because of who's who and what's what. You know, whereas there was a little bit of that in the first season... There's like a lot more of it in, in this season. So it's almost like, oh, I can't keep track of who, who's who, what's what. Like, it, it's a bit confusing. But, I mean, I don't know. But it's fine. Uh, what else am I watching these days? Uh, so, yeah, the CW shows are kind of wrapping up their seasons, unfortunately. Because they hadn't quite finished the seasons. Uh, so some of the seasons are going to have to be a couple episodes short here and there. Like The Flash. Uh they were, it was supposed to be 22 episodes, I believe, but they only finished 19. I think Supergirl got 20 in. I can't remember how many Batgirl got in, but I feel like there was a couple episodes that got didn't get finished. So they're kind of the seasons are kind of be like unended. Uh, you know, obviously they did the kind of the same thing with Walking Dead. The finale didn't quite air. Um, so yeah, it's a bit unfortunate. Um, you know, with some of these shows that are airing right now that have you know you know were done in the can as they say um you know these they're airing and without any problem but um with some of these shows that were still in production to finish up the seasons when everything kind of went haywire yeah we're starting to see that now uh you know obviously walking dead we start a couple you know a few weeks ago or whatever and now with some of these cw shows the um and i'm sure other shows too but that that but i mean obviously show like westworld was done pretty much um you know maybe some post-production stuff had to be finished up but for uh, you know, filming purposes and all that stuff. There was, it was, you know, those were all set. 
Um, but, uh, yeah. So, um, also, uh, what else am I watching? So I watched, um, Designated Survivor. Um, so a little back story on this one though. So I'd watched the first two seasons when they were airing on NBC or ABC, ABC. And it was good. It was a decent show. It was fine. And then, like, it ended, and I didn't get renewed, so I'm like, I kind of forgot about it. And then I was like, oh, Netflix picked it up for another season. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then I kind of forgot about it. And then the season dropped last summer, I think, and then uh, I just never got around to watching it. So I finally got around to watching it, and, of course, there's a whole subplot about a deadly virus, because of course there is. (laughs) But, you know, it is what it is. Um, But, you know, it is also kind of interesting, because it came out last summer. But the, it's dealing with, like, a, an election. But it's like, shouldn't that come out this year since, like, we're in the year of election? But I don't know. But then, of course, they do the whole deadly virus type of thing. Now, obviously, it didn't get to the degree that we're actually in. But it was like someone's developing a deadly virus and for purposes. I don't want to ruin it, but that's definitely, it was definitely a subplot of, of the season. I'm like, oh, come on. Come on. So, of course, then I finished that up. And, and again, if, if you never watched it, designated survivor first two seasons are kind of long because it was a abc show so they went the whole 22 episodes or whatever the third season i think is 12 or maybe 13 i forget and it's netflix so again right there it's kind of weird because you watch the first two seasons that were on abc and it's obviously a made for abc show so it's you know it's it's very you know it's tv 14 there's a little bit of violence there's some you know some you know, off the cuff language or whatever, but nothing over the top because it's on ABC. But then the third season's on Netflix, and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, yeah, we can do whatever we want now. So it's like, you know, they start start dropping f bombs left and right, and it's like, oh wait, yeah, okay, that's weird. <laughs> but uh, you know, it is what it is. But anyway, so I did get done watching that. So again, I decided I was going to check out Apple TV. And there's just a show that came out at the end of last year called C with Jason Momoa. So I'm like, all right, that seemed like it was kind of cool. Uh, let me check that out. And of course, starts up, first thing it says, in the 21st century, a deadly virus killed off all but 2 million people. And I'm like, really? Come on. <laughs> God. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I mean, it doesn't really have a lot to do with the actual show itself. It's just kind of set, setting up the plot for what happens. But, uh, basically, there's a deadly virus, killed off a bunch of people, but then the people that survive, uh, are all blind, and no one can see, and everyone's living now with blindness, but then there's these kids born that can see, so see, right, and then... A bunch of stuff happens, but um, it's solid. It's a solid show. It's kind of um, got a, um, you know, it's a future show, but it's like kind of more tribe uh, So it's kind of set in the past. I mean, it's set in the future, but it's kind of in the past, sort of. I don't know. I don't know quite how to explain it, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's all, it's, it's a solid show, though. There's lots of fighting, lots of, uh, you know, I don't really know what to compare it to. I mean, I don't want to say it's game. It's not Game of Thrones ish. More Witcher, maybe. I don't know, but it's a solid show. It's it's you know, kind of along those lines to some degree. I I suppose. 
but I wouldn't really compare them to to that. But regardless, um, Apple TV, it's uh, I think eight episodes. Um, it's a solid, worth a watch if you're looking for something. Got Apple TV. Also on Apple TV, I just started watching it, and so Apple TV, I th- I don't know. Like I said, you know, it's, this C came out at the end of last year. And I think they're sort of doing like Hulu does, where they they drop the first few episodes of a of a of a show or a season, and then they'll do it weekly after that. Because this new show I'm watching called Defending Jacob, starring uh, Captain America, yes, another Marvel Marvel uh, person, uh, Chris Evans, um, and also it's like it's weird set in Massachusetts, so like that the, it's set in Newton, which is the next town over for me. I live in Needham. Uh, for those of you that may not know that, uh, Needham, Massachusetts. So, um, but at one point they're like doing kind of this montage of like, eh, everyone's going to work and showing kind of just shots of like the tea. And then like, so I'm like, oh, I know where that is. Newton center, blah, blah, blah. But then they're like showing different parts of Newton, but then randomly they show Needham, like Needham center. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's my town. I don't live in Newton. That's Needham. Why are they showing Needham? It's supposed to be Newton. I was like, it's just weird. But, um, uh yeah but anyways um uh so yeah this show called defending jacob uh it's based on a book i guess from what i understand so basically there's this chris evans is like a district attorney and he's you know uh and then um there's a murder a kid a kid gets killed um that went to school with his son and then all of a sudden these things start coming up and people accuse his son and then you know I don't want to ruin any, any, you know, anything about it, but, um, I'm only a couple episodes in anyway, so it's not time to ruin. So I think four, four episodes are up or maybe five. I think the fifth one came out today. Um, I've only watched the first three, so I still, got, I'm two behind. I think it's only gonna be eight episodes. I think it's just one season from what I understand, but I could, I'm assuming, I don't, I don't really know. Um, but uh, yeah, it's interesting so far. Uh, I've heard it didn't get great reviews so far, but I like the first couple episodes anyway. So I don't know. Uh, but yeah, check it out. Uh, uh, you know, it's got uh, Chris Evans as the the main character, the main the dad or whatever. And then it's the kid from It. The main kid from It is the is the son, and then the, his wife is I don't remember her name off the top of my head. Uh, but um, yeah, interesting show. And set in Newton, so it's kind of funny to see some of the stuff. Uh, but, um, yeah. Um, and then, what else? Yeah, uh, there's some game shows I've been watching. The Wall. The Wall's back on NBC. Um, and uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? The ABC, the the on ABC, the um, celebrity version. Now, obviously, The Wall, it's kind of weird because, like, they obviously filmed these a long time ago. Because this third season was supposed to happen a while ago and chris hardwick got in some trouble but then he was okay but then they like said the new season was to start and then it didn't and then kind of everyone's like well, what's going on but now they're finally airing but obviously they were aired a while ago because they have crowds and stuff um but who wants to be a millionaire the celebrity edition obviously these were more filmed more recently because there are no crowds and whatever but uh, i don't know they're the cool time waster shows with trivia and stuff so worth a watch if you haven't checked them out and then finally rick and morty returned um on uh this sunday on uh, adult swim 
the final five episodes of the third, fourth season, fourth season. We're in the fourth season, right? Yeah. The final five episodes, obviously, they split it up. Um, uh, the first five aired last fall, and now the final five are airing in the spring. So, um, but it's interesting because, um, and I don't want to spoil the most recent episode that came out, but it's the first, like, show that has actually been made reference to first like show that wasn't like done let like you know because they did like a park and a show park and rec kind of a reunion show or whatever where they're all just at home like talking to each other blah blah blah. yeah it's fine but it's like you know that was kind of hastily done together i get it i mean it's kind of similar to how they're doing saturday night live right now and obviously that like the the um um uh, uh the, the late shows and whatever but it's like rick and morty is the first like actual like done in the can type show where they actually did reference the, the virus it was kind of interesting it was kind of definitely thrown away thrown in line like like last second it was kind of like obviously like yeah they kind of they probably had you know they probably just overdubbed it real quick over nothing or some other joke or something and just kind of threw it in there. Um, but it was kind of interesting. Yeah, this uh, most recent episode was kind of weird. It was like this, like, they're on like a... It was kind of it was kind of weird because it was... It reminded me a bit of um, Snowpiercer. Which, actually, that show is going to be debuting soon on TNT. But it's kind of like they're on this train and they were in different rooms. And each room had, like, people, like, reminiscing of something. So it was kind of like they were doing all these different, um, <clears throat> you know, subplots of different people remembering different things about different things. It was kind of interdimensional. Is there interdimensional cable rookie mind blower type of episode for the season? I think, um, they even kind of referenced it a little bit. Um, but it was kind of funny that they did this whole snow piercer type of setup thing, given that, you know, the sister network TNT is going to have, uh, that show on coming up, um, Soon, a couple weeks, I think. I, I'm, I'm not sure what date it's coming up, but I'll talk about that later. Um, also, I did mention the Park and Rec thing. I, I kind of forgot about that. But yeah, they did a Park and Rec. Like, everyone was at home type of thing. And they did like a call tree Zoom thingy dealy. It was fine. I don't know. It just seemed a little a little forced. But um, all the proceeds went to something cool. So, I, you know, can't obviously, um, uh, you know, knock them for that. But it... You know, it also kind of also um, corresponded with the launch of Peacock. So Peacock is the universal streaming service that is on is coming up out. Um, it is launched um, on like Xfinity. So if you have Xfinity cable right now, you should be able to get it and uh, for free. Uh, just add it to your package. Uh, and Park and Rec is one of the main shows that there's going to be on there, uh, along with Thirty Rock, King of Queens for some reason. And uh, like Saved by the Bell, <laughs> but there's going to be a new version of Saved by the Bell starting soon. Also, a new Punky Brewster, which is weird. A few other things that are going to be on there too. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting what they have on there because it's like, you know, they were touting some. You know, it's like you go through the screens and it was like, oh, here's the movies we have, and it was like there's a couple interesting ones that were on there, and then it was like, uh, I now pronounce you. Look, uh, Chuck and Larry, or whatever, Larry and Chuck, or whatever the name of that movie was. I'm like, really? That's what your big selling point is Chuck and Larry? Come on. Um, it's like it's like the one Adam Sandler movie that's not on Netflix. Uh, it's like, yeah, hey, we got Adam Sandler. Look, we got this. We got this movie. Uh, but no, yeah, I don't know. 
but then also King of Queens. So uh, the Kevin James connection there with uh, uh, King of Queens too. I don't know, but anyways, yeah, go check it out. There's a bunch of stuff on there. I got a lot of Saturday Night Live stuff on there too that I haven't really dove into uh, yet, but that should be cool stuff. Um, but yeah, Peacock. There it is, Universal. Uh, but I'm glad it's free on Comcast because that's a little annoying when you have that stuff because it's like, you know, I get cable, I get all these channels like FX and it's like, well, wait a minute though, there's FX on Hulu and it's like, what about FX on regular FX? Why can't I watch this stuff on just regular FX? And then it's like some weird stuff is going on too. It's like the start, there's going to be a new st- show on CW called Stargirl. It's a DC show. But it's like the episodes are going to be on DC Universe first and then on CW. I don't know. It's confusing, but whatever. Uh, That starts up, I think, next week, maybe, uh, or two weeks. I I forget exactly. Uh, But I'll talk about that next time out, probably. Um, All right, let's move on. Games for Greg. Um, I know I was supposed to play Super Mario, new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe or whatever it's actually called for Switch. I never got around to it. You know, that's it's one of the weird things right now where I feel like I have plenty of time to be playing video games, but I just I haven't been. I, you know, I don't know. I've just been focusing on the YouTube channel right now, which you should go to again. YouTube. I'm, I'll stop. I'll stop. Um, but also just watching a lot of catching up a lot of TV shows and stuff, too, instead of, um, you know, watching or, or playing video games. I don't know why I should get back to playing some video games. Got plenty of video games to choose from that I can play, so I'll definitely play it. I'll definitely play it next for next time out. I'll, I'll review it. But um, in other video game news, uh, Xbox Series X uh, had a uh, I forget what they're called. Um, Xbox something Direct. It's not a Direct. That's the Nintendo. I forget what they're called. Whatever their little like unveiling things are called. So they unveiled some new games that are going to be out on uh, Xbox Series X in the fall when that launches uh but they didn't really show a lot of gameplay it was just kind of like trailers of games are coming out so they're all more cinematic stuff and it was like yeah they look all right but it's like they didn't look nothing looked like crazy groundbreaking versus like what we already have on xbox one or, or the ps5 but it's like you know once the gameplay you know, if you're, you know, it's kind of like you got to show me more gameplay because that's kind of the main thing. It's like, yeah, cool. Like, you can show me this cool cinematic trailer, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, that those you can do those now on the Xbox One or PS5. And it's like, yeah, but if the game doesn't look like that, who cares? It's like, yeah, the graphics look cool and whatever, but I don't know. And it's also about performance and stuff of the, of the, of the games when you're actually playing them and stuff. So I don't know. They, they just kind of unveiled some of the games. They weren't anything like, uh, crazy or anything. Cause I think that a lot of them were just third party things that are most likely going to be on PS five. Anyways, like they showed off Madden 21. It was like, yeah, but isn't this going to be on PS five also? And probably still PS four and Xbox one. Now, obviously I know graphically it should be bumped up on the next generations, but, but then there's that whole thing where it's like, with the Xbox One, if you get it, you can still play it on Xbox One, but then you can play it on Xbox Series X. But I don't know if that pertains to third-party games, but I guess some of them were like, if you get it on Xbox One and then eventually get an Xbox Series X, you can get a free upgrade 
to Xbox Series X. But then, like, Madden, it was, like, limited time thing. I don't know. I didn't watch it, so I kind of heard the news secondhand or whatever. Kind of just got the highlights or whatever. So, I don't know. It's kind of confusing to me. It's, like, I get that they, you know, the idea of, like, a new video game system in this day and age is kind of like, ah, yeah, do you really need this? It's, like, you know, with the whole streaming stuff now. But it's, like, obviously, you know, something's going to run it. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know what they're doing. And PS5 is still kind of up in the air with stuff. I don't think they're planning on doing that same sort of thing. I know they're gonna. It's gonna be backwards compatible with PS4, but I don't think you're gonna be able to play the PS5 games still with PS4. At least they haven't said anything about that. I just, I just feel like you're, you're, you're cutting. You know, you're, 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 you're handcuffing yourself a bit by doing that. Because why was anyone going to buy a PS5 if they can just play everything on selling the PS4? Outside of maybe, you know, obviously it's going to perform better. Um, but are there going to be more, you know, you know, sp- you know, specifically Series X versus Xbox One? Because obviously they're act- they are doing that. But it's like, is there going to be incentive to get it on the PS, uh, the on the Xbox One Series X versus the Xbox One? Because it's like, you know, a lot of times with early games for the next system, like, they're not that much better than, like, graphically maybe a little bit, but a lot of it's, like, kind of, like, we don't know what we're doing yet with the system, so here's something to, like, look cool, but it's, like, the game itself sometimes aren't great just because they don't know what they're doing yet, and eventually as, you know, they get more comfortable with the new system, like, the games get better and better, and obviously you can utilize more of the the, the processing power and whatever else the capabilities are for the new system but all the launch stuff sometimes isn't great so it's like if you're like oh here's this launch stuff and if you're not offering anything exclusive it's like why is anyone bother, going to bother to get the new system outside of oh cool it's a new system if you're not offering them anything you know specific for that system I don't know it's just weird I don't, I don't, I don't know if I understand that kind of logic uh, but whatever, we'll find out. We'll see as it goes on. I mean, I don't think I'm gonna plan on getting a Xbox Series X game day one, anyways. Um, I have a Xbox One, anyways. So it's like I if all those games you can just play on there. I don't really see the point. PS5, on the other hand, we'll see. I don't know, maybe um, depending on what the games and stuff are gonna be because they really haven't announced anything. So, uh, and the price points too are, are a big point because you know. If it's going to be super expensive, I might just wait until the price comes down. Because like, like I said, I have plenty of games to choose from from my other systems anyways that I haven't played. So It's not it's not exactly I'm I'm desperate for uh, games to play or whatever. But um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens um, as time goes on. Uh, all right. So that's pretty much it for uh, games for Greg. Um uh, Move on to music, uh, concert, concerto. There's not a lot of anything to talk about right now. Um, I guess the biggest kind of discussion point, unfortunately, right now is kind of what the futures are, the future is for concerts. Because, um, you know, obviously it's kind of a big thing, you know, with, you know, the plans of opening up businesses and stuff again. And for some degree, you can you can ha- you can understand that and handle it, and, and it makes sense and works. Where, like, okay, um, you know, um, all right, if you're in a, you're opening up a movie theater, or a restaurant, or something like that, 
yeah, you can limit as many, you, know, you limit the people that come in, you know, so like you're, everyone's kind of spaced out and social, socially distanced enough to where you can still, you know, have people in there and it's not, you know, it's not going to be dangerous for the people to be in there. Um, you know, and you could do that for certain things. I mean, for instance, in Massachusetts today, they decided they're opening up the golf courses and yeah, you know, on the one hand, it's kind of like, uh, is that really a good idea? But on the other hand, it's like, well, you know, golf, you're pretty spread out anyways. So as long as you keep the groupings small and separated and kind of take the proper precautions on what or what is being used, uh, you know, people aren't using the same, you know, you know, obviously, you know, don't pick up the flagpoles, um, you know, keep the you know, have it so that when you, you don't actually hit the ball in the cup, so you don't have to pull it out of the thing. You know, they're not having rakes for the sand traps. Okay, fine. And if everyone's kind of spread out, don't, can't use golf, you can't use golf carts. There's no caddies, you know, that kind of stuff. I get, I get that. Um, it's okay. Okay. But then sporting events and, and, and concerts is a whole other different ball game. Cause it's like, you know, and this is one of the arguments I kind of was thought about when I initially they were initially talking about playing uh, games without crowds and stuff like that. And it's kind of like, yeah, that's kind of tough though, because like people bought tickets, and 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 it, you know it doesn't really work as well. You know, if you have no crowd, you know you kind of lose the home you know court advantage, home field advantage type of sort of a situation. And, you know, then obviously you're not getting any revenue based off of the fans and stuff. And while for sports, there's ways around that because of the TV deals and whatever. And ultimately, you know, these games are going to be on TV. So people are going to watch, still be able to watch them and kind of experience them that way. Sure, it's not quite the same as going to a game, um, you know, and then how do you handle season tickets or people already bought tickets to games and stuff like that. There's a lot to it. I get that. But ultimately, like, if you get all the you know, the essential people you need in the building and, um, you know, they can play and be safe, then, okay, why why can't you do that? You know, that makes sense. These games can air on TV. Everyone's watching it. It's fine. But concerts, that doesn't really work because you're, not, you're going to a concert to, um, you know, for experience of, of hearing the songs live, seeing the band live. If you just want to listen to music, you can listen to the music. Like you, you don't have to watch them. You can go watch old live shows or whatever. Like if it's not live, live, and you're not there, like it's kind of like what's you know, it's not, you know. And don't get me wrong. There's you know, there's a certain appeal to an ex, you know, um, a certain appeal to a, a you know a, a concert to concert. Like it's not always the same. It can be different. You know different versions of different songs whatever i get that but if there's no crowd there singing along and whatever it's kind of like i don't know it just doesn't really make it doesn't really work or make sense so you know for especially you know for them the band to you know because it's like you broadcast these live and they're gonna perform to nobody and i know the mighty mighty boston's no sorry not the mighty mighty boston's i bought Wrong, wrong boss man. Dropkick Murphys did that for St. Patrick's Day, and it was fine. But it was almost like you're watching them do a music video type of thing. It's like a, I don't know. It, it's cool and whatever, but it's like for them, it's not. And they can still do that, but it's not. 
They're not having a, having a active competition, and it's like you're not regular. You don't you don't have TV deals. Is my point too? There's no TV deals where they're generating money off these TV deals. So it's 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 tough. And but then you know on the flip side of that, it's like you know it, you know whereas in with sports, eventually yeah you could do sort of the same thing with restaurants or you know or movie theaters or whatever. You just you can only have a certain amount of people in to the to the games. You could do that with concerts too, and that's fine. But here's where that gets tricky: is a lot of the concert venues are general admission for certain areas, and the idea of people getting crowded up in a general admission, um, you know, floor scenario. Uh, just crammed together like that just right now that seems kind of i don't know a, a bit far-fetched that anyone's gonna ever want to do that or you know i mean you know i don't ever but like it's gonna be a while till anyone's gonna really want to do that sort of thing so that's a lot of you know your concerts and stuff are kind of it's a tough tough sell um you know for for that um and until we're back to like whatever like quote unquote normal situation you know to someone to the degree that people are going to want to do that it really takes away um from the concert um you know and it's not all concerts obviously a lot of concerts still have your seats and you can sit in your seat and whatever and they can spread everyone out i guess um but yeah i mean it's it's going to be weird and i don't know cuz concerts are definitely i mean obviously a lot of bands right now that have we're gonna have summer tours, or all are pushing them back till next year and whatever. Um, but yeah, it's just like kind of like when when are people gonna feel comfortable enough to do this sort of thing? And I don't know. And concerts are kind of like the biggest like thing. I feel like sports, sure, but then concerts, yeah, I don't know. But you know, because I don't, I don't feel like co- people are they're not gonna put on concerts for nobody. Uh, you don't have TV deals like you do for sports, so you know, I, I don't. It's gonna be a while till the like, concerts are back. Uh, sports on the other hand could start up sooner rather later which leads us to uh the sports splash zone and there's talks about starting up baseball soon uh there's some rumors going around that the i don't think they announced anything but there was rumors going around that um they were talking about uh, having another new spring training starting in a couple weeks uh or a few weeks sometime in june i think sometime maybe in a month i guess i guess in about a month Sometime in the middle of June, and then trying to start up uh, beginning of July. Um, there was talks about having you know everyone just centralized in, in you know first it was Arizona, then it was maybe Arizona and Florida, then it was they were talking about maybe doing Texas. Uh, now the the thought process is no, let's do that in in their own um, in their own in their own uh, in their own ballparks, uh, just with no fans. Um, but then it was like, well, what do you do about the hot zones obviously like you know new york's kind of do you really want to be having people you know traveling to new york and, and whatever boston's another hot spots like do you really want people going to these places to play in these venues um you know and i don't know and so there's a lot still a lot to be organ- uh, discussed and gone over nba was going to have a conference call apparently tomorrow uh to talk to all the players and kind of get their their thoughts on what they can do that, you know, NBA was talking about doing a, a bubble. Like basically I think that was Orlando. they were talking about Las Vegas and then they were talking about Orlando. I think there was a couple other places they were 
thinking about and having a bubble and people just stay in the bubble and play play games and I don't know um haven't really heard too much about hockey hockey at one point was they were talking about doing kind of like uh neutral venues that were in you know in areas not hit too hard but a lot of those places were kind of like ah we don't really want that some of them were like yeah that's cool and then other were like no 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 we no stay stay away stay away we're fine uh and then they kind of were like yeah that that doesn't sound like something we're gonna be able to do so i don't know uh football on the other hand seems like they're moving forward now granted the season doesn't wouldn't start till september the schedule is supposed to drop later today tonight um as i'm recording this on the on thursday uh so they're planning on just having a normal schedule for now and you know they don't really know what the plan is going forward um obviously they're adding that extra wild card game but they you know obviously that wouldn't affect the regular season but then next year well that next year is a different story but next year they're supposed to add an extra game so an extra week well, they haven't really explained how that's going to work in terms of home game versus away game. It's like, well, what's it going to be? It's like, it's going to be one year home game, one year the next year the away game. But it's like, then that differs for team every year. That seems a bit unfair, but um, it is what it is, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so th- they haven't really talked about that, yes. But that's not for next. That's not for this year. That's for next year. They're just adding the extra playoff team for this year, and uh, so obviously the one seeds. Have- obviously a huge deal because a one seed is the only team getting a, a buy now um so the two seed is going to have to play opening week of the playoffs and obviously adding the two games the wild card round um will be interesting but again who knows when the season will actually start you know they're planning on september but uh if that delays if there's delays with anything else i don't know what that means like would they just Let's say everything's cool and good to go September 1st, but what do you do for the pre the preseason? Do you delay the preseason or just go like, yeah, we don't really need preseason. Like you definitely need preseason, but like to what degree do you need it? Do you need to do preseason games or you can just do practices? I don't know. Uh but uh we're not there yet, so it doesn't even matter. Uh but who knows? We don't know. Um the M- M- but the NFL M- draft did go ahead forward. Uh it was all remote. So it was really kind of weird. Uh, Bill Belichick had his dog on camera at the computer, you know, essentially seemingly making the pick. Now, the Patriots didn't pick any quarterbacks, so that's kind of interesting. Um, you know, uh, they let Andy Dalton go. Uh, I mean, I guess there's still the chance Cam Newton, but that seems less less and less likely. It looks like Stidham's the guy, or Hoyer, I guess. Um, unless, I don't know, unless they... Decide to do something crazy. Um, who knows? Um, now there's some talk of, you know, because the Packers took a quarterback early. Now maybe Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. Would, would they trade him to the Patriots? I don't know. But um, I don't think so. But, uh, and then I wouldn't, I, I feel like the Green Bay wouldn't wouldn't move forward that quickly. Uh, I would say they didn't with Rodgers. They didn't with Brett Favre, so... Who knows? But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny situation. Um, but, um, uh, another sporting news that Korea started playing some baseball games with no fans and everyone wearing masks. And I guess they've been airing those on ESPN, which is kind of weird, but that's happening, I guess. Uh, so far, so good, I guess, from what I've heard. I don't know. I really have no interest <laughs> in watching any of that. 
Um, but yeah, so the, I mean, that's kind of where the sports world is at. Is at uh, kind of don't know anything really um, yet. Uh, but uh, hopefully soon we'll get some more answers and they'll start having some plans in, in terms of what they can play and at least you know start playing some games and you know because then the interesting the you know obviously with baseball and football they're kind of in a different situation where you know obviously they their seasons haven't started uh, baseball should have started so obviously you know as longer they go here uh they're gonna have to short have to do a shortened season or whatever you know they have to plan for that football is still got months until the season's supposed to start anyways so there's no real you know rush to do anything yet uh basketball and hockey is the interesting ones because they obviously hadn't finished their season so it's like at what point do you finish that season or what point do you you know to keep delaying the start of the next season and it's like well then how do free agency work people have contracts that were supposed to run up but they're supposed to be paid versus you know you know the free agents that would assign new contracts with better money or higher money how are they going to feel about any of this and then it's like well, what do you do with you know, drafts and college players and where do they end up? If they're just going to sit on the sidelines until you figure this out, like, you know, you know, at what point would you just say, forget it, we're not finishing these seasons. And then what do you do? Like, there's so much more to do and so much more to, to discuss in terms of those, um, NHL and, um, and NBA than there would be for MLB and, and, uh, NFL, because obviously, whatever you decide, um, in terms of that kind of thing, you have to, you know, they're not something that's in this CBA right now. So you have to, you know, get it all approved and whatever. And it's like it's hard pressed for me to believe that, you know, the M- the players' association is going to be like totally cool with like people just playing out their contracts that they signed to run out July first, you know, until December, and not sign these new deals that, you know, seemingly could be affected by everything in terms of what they end up getting money wise um and then you know the rookies the draft the people getting kids getting drafted it's like you know they're they're not getting drafted they're not getting money they're not signing contracts they're not getting paid and it's not like they can just go back to college because they're not college isn't playing uh and you know who knows what they're gonna do with that uh uh college football is already there was our talk of not having um, football in the, in the fall and have it in the spring, which actually was going to be part of affecting the NFL schedule. There was talks of them having a lot more Saturday games because they don't necessarily know that there's going to be college football, so they can utilize Saturday to have more games. So we'll see what happens. It's it's all up in the air. So I guess we'll know more when the schedule comes out. Although I can see them doing a lot of, uh, you know, pan picking some games that and say. They'll either play this game or that game that happened with the Patriots last year, where they they might have had a Saturday game or a Sunday game, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, so I don't know, just a lot of up in the air stuff that we don't know the answers to, and we'll have to wait and see. But uh, there's, a, there's a lot that has to be decided. Um, all right, moving forward, uh, let's talk about uh, fights for money. So before we get to the UFC stuff, because UFC has finally figured it out, uh, thanks to the WWE in part, <laughs> where they were a central business in uh, Florida. So now UFC is like, all right, well, then we're just going to have our fights in Florida. After uh, the uh, the Vegas stuff kind of fell through, uh, they're still going to ta- they're still talking about doing the fight island for the international guys, but they haven't really said too many details about that yet. Um, 
or when any of that's going to happen. So, so far right now, uh, they have um, three fights scheduled for for this Saturday, Wednesday, and then next Saturday to make up for some of the UFC stuff, UFC and ESPN stuff, and the UFC 249 that were supposed to happen a while back and then never did. And then I don't know where they're at going forward after that, but um, for now that's where they're at. Uh, but in other boxing news, um, what is going on? In some boxing news, um, obviously Wilder and Fury are supposed to have their third fight, but Wilder's hurt right now, and now Anthony Joshua stepped stepped up and like, hey, why don't why don't me and Fury fight and kind of maybe we can uh, kind of um, consolidate the belts, um, unify, unify the belt a little bit here, and then you know uh, eventually. You know, Wilder will get his rematch with Fury down the line. But, you know, Wilder's kind of like, well, I don't know if I like that idea. Because if you lose to Joshua, then what's the, the appeal to the Fury-Wilder uh, the Fury Wilder fight isn't as big if now Fury is not the champion anymore. Because Joshua won. And if Joshua is going to have a rematch with Fury or someone else, then where does that leave Wilder? You know, so I, I get it. So it's it's all kind of up in the air stuff right now. But as is right now... You know, everything kind of got pushed back because of the virus, but then Wilder's also hurt. So the, the Wilder-Fury match, who knows when that will actually happen, um, if it does. Uh, whereas Fury and Joshua are kind of like, well, we can do this. We are all we have all the belts, mostly. Uh, for the most the main belts, anyways. We can kind of unify them and get it all together. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. But um, let's move on, shall we? Uh, talk about some UFC action. Uh, so this week coming up, uh, this Saturday, um, uh, UFC 249. It's on on pay per view. The actual main cards on pay per view on through ESPN Plus. But then there's the pre preliminary that's on ESPN Plus, and then the preliminary no, sorry, the preliminary preliminary is on ESPN Plus. Then the preliminary is on ESPN, and then the main card is on ESPN Plus pay per view. If you follow me, all right. Um, I don't think I'm going to go over all the matches. Uh, I'll make predictions for... Um, yeah, you know what? Let's screw it. Let's do it. I'm going to make predictions for all of them. So I start off with the early preliminary card. We got a light heavyweight battle between Ryan Spawn and Sam Alvey. Uh, let me bring up their information real quick. Um, if I can. do 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 We got uh, Superman Ryan Spawn taking on Smiling Sam Alvey. Um, I'm gonna go Ryan Spawn. Uh, next up, we got a. Oh, I hate how this does this. Um, Featherweight battle between Thug Nasty Bryce Mitchell and Boston Strong Charles Rosa. Well, I gotta go Boston Strong, right? Charles Rosa. Boston Strong. Then next up we have um, a, let's see, what is this? A welterweight battle. Between the silent assassin Vincente Luque uh, taking on the hybrid Nico Price. I'm going to go with the hybrid 
Nico Price. So that's it for the early preliminary matches, which are on ESPN Plus. Moving on to, uh, I'm guessing they started like 6:30. My my best guess. Um, let's see. When does the preliminary preliminary start? Or the regular preliminary start? Uh, let's see. They start at six o'clock. Okay. So, hmm. All right. So maybe five. I guess. I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, check your local listings. I guess. Uh, yeah. The preliminary start at six. That seems early. That seems really early. Maybe all of them are on ESPN. I don't know. Either way, uh, five, six, some, something like that. Check it out. ESPN Plus, ESPN. I don't know. Um, but anyways, moving on. Uh, let's move on to the preliminary card, which is on ESPN. Uh, we got a middleweight battle. <clears throat> Between primetime Uriah Hall and Jacare Ronaldo Souza. Um, i go with Uriah Hall. Next up, we got a women's strawweight battle between Cookie Monster Carla Esperanza and the karate hottie Michelle Watterson. Uh, I'm going to go with Michelle Watterson. All right, next up, we got a heavyweight battle between Alexi Olenek, Olenek, um, I think it's Olenek, Alexi Olenek taking on, or sorry, the boa constrictor, um, Alexi Olenek taking on Via Cavallo, Fabricio Wordum, Wordum. Um, I'm gonna go with Fabricio Wordum. And finally, in the main event of the preliminary card, we have a what are they? Welterweight battle between Cowboy Donald Sharon coming off of his loss to um, uh, uh, Conor McGregor, uh, taking on Showtime Anthony Pettis. Who, what did he do last time? I feel like he lost to somebody. What was his last fight? Um, yeah, he lost to Carlos Diego Fiera uh, back in U- UFC 246. And he had lost to Nate Diaz prior to that last year. Okay. Um, yeah, Anthony Pettis. Uh, Showtime or Cowboy? Showtime or Cowboy? I'm gonna go, I think I'm going to go Cowboy. Donald Sharon. All right, then moving on to the main card, which is on pay-per-view, ESPN pay-per-view, and I believe that starts at 10. Uh, we got... Um, in a heavyweight battle, we got Prince of War Greg Hardy taking on the Mad Titan Jorgon de Castro. Now... <laughs> Craig Hardy hasn't exactly had the most, um, 
say uncontroversial <laughs> uh, you know a stretch of of I don't know what I even call he hasn't he hasn't exactly been in the great greatest graces in terms of football or or, or UFC or anything else the public eye as it were um had a had a couple of uh um incidences that got him at least disqualified for one of the matches and I think the other one got thrown out because of he oh what was it something weird happened where someone told him he could do something and then they were like wait no you're not allowed to do that but then he did it um I can't even remember what it was and he got suspended for something if I oh this is all kind of I'm always I'm forgetting what's happening here um he uh he he won it was overturned because oh he used an inhaler that's right he used his inhaler yeah that's right when he, they were in Boston he used his inhaler which apparently he wasn't supposed to do and then um yeah it ended up being no contest and then he lost his last bout by decision which was questionable from what I remember but uh, yeah so he's coming off a no contest technically no contest and then a loss um so yeah I don't yeah. I, Hmm. I'm going to go with uh, Jorgon de Castro. Yeah. Alright, next up we got a... Let's see. It's a another heavyweight... No, a featherweight battle between Jeremy Stevens... Who is the little heathen Jeremy Stevens taking on Calvin Qatar? Qatar, Qatar, Cutter. I don't know. I forget how to pronounce it, but he's a Boston boy. He's from Methuen, of all places. But he's Boston. They call him the Boston what? The Boston finisher. Okay, I guess that's an unofficial. That's not an official UFC uh, nickname because it doesn't actually say it on their website, but. I go. I go. I gotta go with Calvin Qatar. The next up in a uh, in a uh, heavyweight battle, we got the Nightmare Francis Ngano. No, he's the Predator, Francis Ngano. Wait, who's the Nightmare? Someone's the Nightmare. I thought it was him. No, he's a predator, Francis Nagano. Taking on Biggie Boy Yarzeharo Rosenstrick. Think that's how you say it? I not really sure. He's from Suriname? Don't even know what Suriname is. Nagano obviously from Cameroon. I know Cameroon. Um I'm gonna go with Nagano. Or Ngano. I always forget how to say it. Francis Ngano. The Predator. Sorry. He's the Predator. Alright, next up we have a um we have a what is happening? Um Bantamweight Championship match with the the current champion 
if my computer wanted to start working, that'd be really cool. Uh, the cha- the current champion, uh, the messenger Henry Sekudo Sejudo Kajudo Sejudo. I always forget how to say it. Taking on the Dominator Dominic Cruz. Uh, I forget when these were, all these matches were supposed to take place at some point in the, over the last month or so. So I forget when this was actually supposed to take place, but regardless, um, I think we're going to see a new champ. I'm going down to Cruz. And then finally, in the main event of the evening for the interim lightweight championship, uh, we have Tony Ferguson taking on Justin Gathe, 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 I I always forget how to say it. I should learn how to say these guys' names. Uh, but uh, El Kukui. Kukui? El Kukui. Yeah. El Kukui. I don't know if that's how you say it. Tony Ferguson taking on the the highlight. Justin Gaith? Goth? Gaith? Geith? Gaith? I don't know. Um, and then the... So Tony Ferguson was supposed to take on... Um, the light heavyweight, uh, the lightweight champion, uh, Khabib. Now, obviously, because of everything that happened, he couldn't do it anymore. So then they made up this match in the interim for the interim um, lightweight championship, and then uh, everything kind of blew up, and they weren't, they couldn't have that match anyways. Uh, but now they're still doing it because obviously Khabib is still stuck overseas and can't make it. The United States, where these guys are in the United States and ready to go, but now they're actually having the event, so they're just going to do it. Obviously, the winner of this will then go on to fight Khabib for the um, the uh, undisputed lightweight championship. I'm going to go with Tony Ferguson, though, just because I feel like he had a good shot, maybe at Khabib. Um, maybe eventually they'll finally fight, since they've tried to fight five different times, I think, now. So, eventually down the line, they, I think they will uh, finally fight. Um... Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Alright, so that's it for this Saturday's uh, UFC pay-per-view. Um, but then, flash forward uh, to Wednesday, of all nights, there's going to be a, a fight on ESPN. Um, ESPN, uh, UFC on ESPN. I guess to make up for one of the ones they were supposed to previously have that didn't end up happening. So, yeah. Um... And I don't, I don't know if this was specifically supposed to be the fight. I'm, I think so, if I remember. I, I don't remember. It was originally supposed to happen on March 21st. No. I don't know. It was supposed to happen at some point. Oh, no. April 25th. Okay. I don't know. In any event. Um... I'm just going to do talk about the main event for this one. And it's uh, uh, Anthony Smith taking on Glover Teixeira. I want to look up their names, their nicknames. I can't remember. I don't know if they have. It's a light heavyweight battle. Um, okay, man. A light heavyweight battle uh, takes place ESPN uh, Wednesday night. Starts at uh, let's see, what's Wednesday the thirteenth? Yeah, thirteenth. 
Maybe not. I'm confused. Uh, maybe it's happening. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's on ESPN Plus. Is it on ESPN Plus? No, it says on ESPN. May 13th. Huh. It's not listed on the guide. That's weird. Four o'clock. I don't know. Sometime Wednesday night. I don't know when it's going to be on or where it's going to be on. It's confusing. It doesn't say. It says it's supposed to be on ESPN, but then there's no information on the guide. So I don't know. Uh, it's also taking place in Jacksonville. The Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena. If I didn't mention that before, that's where because uh, you know uh, fight fights fighting and UFC and wrestling and whatever is all essential in Florida. So there you go. Uh, so yeah, Anthony Smith, uh, the Lionheart Anthony Smith. Taking on Glover Teixeira. Uh, I'm going to pick Anthony Smith for that one. And I guess it's on Wednesday night on ESPN. I don't know. I'm not sure what time though. Because it doesn't say it in the guide. Possibly ESPN Plus. I don't, I don't know. But check your local listings I suppose. At some point. And maybe, maybe they can figure it out. I don't know. Um, actually wait a minute. Does it say... Here anywhere. It says nine o'clock. But it says ESPN Plus. Okay, so that could be the answer. ESPN Plus. Nine o'clock. Prelims start at six on ESPN Plus. Potentially ESPN, but definitely ESPN Plus. So there you go. Um, and then next Saturday. And again, let me double check that this is on ESPN because I don't really know at this point. Um, which is what? The 16th? I don't know. I went way too far. Yes. Okay. That one is on ESPN for sure. Prelims start at 6. Main card starts at 9. The main event of the evening. We'll see if I can find the page. Maybe. Possibly. It's, um... Come on. Peter's going super slow. It's a, it's a heavyweight battle. Let's mention that. Uh, it is the Demolition Man, Alvis, Alistair... Overeem taking on the big ticket Walt Harris not to be confused with Kevin Garnett who was at one point called the big ticket wasn't he? wasn't that his nickname at one point? I mean when he was in um, yeah Kevin Garnett he was a big ticket when he was in Minnesota when he came over to the Celtics and I don't think we ever called him the big ticket when he was on the Celtics he was just KG at that point but um, Demolition Man Alvester Overeem taking on the big ticket Walt Harris I'm I'm gonna go over him. Cause why not? And that's it for UFC. So obviously UFC's getting back into the game. Um good good it'll be fun to see some stuff. I mean I know they had that one card in Brazil uh when everything first started 
happening and they were going to try to do a bunch in Vegas and that obviously kind of fell apart and whatever but now we're back to at least some point where we can have some fights and stuff um, thanks to Florida and whatever and uh, you know, I guess everything's been going well so far ish mostly for uh, WWE and uh, AEW so um, yeah let's just move on to wrestling turnbuckle time let's go to turnbuckle time and talk about it uh, yeah so there was one report that I don't know and like that uh, somebody in WWE that worked for WWE but wasn't a wrestler and wasn't someone that was on screen necessarily. I, I got confused. Someone that worked for them but maybe wasn't on screen but might have been on screen. It wasn't a wrestler per se but could have been an announcer or something like that. Supposedly got COVID um, at some point but after they had done recording WrestleMania or something. I don't know. It was really confusing. Then there was a report saying that there, like someone complained to somebody, and it leaked. And John, whoever John was, like said, "Oh, they were forcing us to wrestle and blah blah blah." And WWE was just like, "No," and like, "No, we're not." Like, obviously, Roman Reigns hasn't wrestled, but then, and Sami Zayn hasn't wrestled. Kevin Owens hasn't wrestled, although Kevin Owens apparently is injured, and that's the reasoning, not because he has chosen not to, but like. Dana Brooke was quarantined, Ray Mysterio was quarantined, Carmella and Corey Graves were quarantined at one point. So it's not like those people were like forced or they're going to get fired. Now, obviously, they obviously let people go, but those were not because those people were like, ah, we're not going to wrestle because of everything else. They were let go for financial reasons because of what's going on. But um, whatever. I don't know. Believe what you want. Believe, don't believe what you don't want. I don't know what to say. Who knows? But um, as far as anything else is concerned, I guess the um, the um, um, you know testing has gone well for you know AEW just came back last night. Uh, they had obviously recorded a whole bunch of stuff in Georgia a few like a month ago, maybe. I feel like they recorded like a month's worth of stuff, but now they decided okay, you know with you know WWE getting wrestling essential or whatever, whatever happened in uh, in. Uh, Florida, they could go back to Jacksonville and wrestle at Daly's place. And, uh, you know, so they were live last night. And they, I think they were going to record a couple weeks worth of stuff up until their pay-per-view, uh, which is the 23rd of May. And I, I think it's is it 23rd, 24th, whatever that, I think it's 23rd. Um, whatever that Saturday is of Memorial Day weekend. And then that's going to be live. And then they're going to do live stuff that week and then record more maybe or who knows where we're at at that point if they'll just start going live every week or record stuff i don't know uh wwe has kind of gone back and forth on what they're doing uh they've been live some weeks and then they were going to record a bunch of stuff but then they decided to go live but then they decided that eh, well instead we're going to record a bunch of stuff so i guess they've recorded um a bunch of stuff now, they recorded some stuff for Money in the Bank on Sunday, but not all of it. So I guess some of it's going to be live, supposedly. Um, I don't know if SmackDown's live, but obviously this week's NXT and Raw were, were taped. And last week's SmackDown and NXT were taped. Raw might have been live last week. I can't remember at this point. But it's get confusing because sometimes they've said they're going to be live and then they seem to be taped. And other times they've said they were going to be taped and then they were live. So... I don't know, but no one's there necessarily, so I guess it shouldn't really matter. Uh, but uh, we'll talk about all that in a little bit. As far as AEW is concerned, they're leading up to their pay-per-view coming up. Um, they um, 
setting up some matches. They've been having a tournament for their TNT Championship, which still bothers me. That's the TNT Championship, but that the championship is going to be crowned on on pay per view. Even though they're yeah, it's so weird. But anyways, uh, Co- uh, Cody and um, and uh, Lance Archer are in the finals for that. Uh, they're setting up some of the matches. We'll talk more of that about that in a couple weeks. Uh, but um, Brody Lee and and um, uh, John Moxley seem to be the main event for the championship. Then uh, you know, there's obviously rumors are running rampant that a revival is going to show up at some point. A lot of people thought maybe last night, but um, thinking the pay per view probably make more sense. What they'll do and how they'll debut, who knows. But there's still a couple weeks to go. They're still making matches and stuff now that they're actually back live and kind of can build towards it. But uh, yeah, NXT on the other hand, uh, they finally had that Adam Cole to Velveteen Dream title match that they were teasing forever seemingly. And I thought was going to happen weeks ago. But they finally had it last night. Adam Cole won thanks to shenanigans and um, uh, with the um, Undisputed Air and Dexter Loomis, who seemingly is now helping out Velveteen Dream. I don't know if they're setting up, because he seems to be helping him, but at the same time, he kind of hurt him last night. So maybe they're setting up something between them two for down the line. Uh, Finn Balor's back after he was supposed to fight Velveteen Dream, but then he got attacked. So now he's going to fight Cameron Grimes for whatever reason, because why not? Um, uh, what else is going on? Uh, Karrion Cross fu- attacked... Uh, Tommaso Ciampa he finally made his debut with uh, Scarlet um, yeah nothing else too much of note they're still continuing the cruiserweight title interim title tournament uh, Drake Maverick still fighting although I, I, they recorded a bunch of stuff so he might be done for all I know for now uh, yeah that's about it the the uh, oh, well, Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher, who's filling in for Pete Dunne, are going to defend the tag titles against Imperium next week. Which I think, I don't know if that's going to be live or going to be taped or they haven't taped it or whatever. Uh, oh, Charlotte Flair beat, no, Charlotte Flair retained over Io Shirai after disqualification. She hit her with Io Shirai with a kendo stick, so... Clearly not done with that, but then Rhea Ripley made her return and attack Charlotte, so something's going to go happen there. Now, it's interesting to note that they that Charlotte Flair's been on the poster for Money in the Bank, but she's in NXT, and then they didn't make, they haven't made any matches or anything for her. But she's also been on Raw, so it's kind of weird how that whole thing is working out. But also, just like, why would you have her on the, all the posters if then she's not going to be doing anything? I don't know, kind of weird. Uh, but uh, I feel like there's still matches they're going to add. Obviously, SmackDown tomorrow night. So they could add something there. And I'm sure there'll be something on the pre-show. Anyways. Um, but, um, yeah, let's dive into WWE. So, um, what else? What's this hap- what, what is What has happened? <laughs> what has happened? Um, I guess we'll just get into it as we go through the card for Money in the Bank. Um I guess one of the bigger things I kind of forgot to mention a little bit before was this whole hacker bit going on. The truth will be told. So the hacker has been hacking into stuff. He hacked into backstage on Tuesday and kind of there was like this thing where he entered some coordinates that seemed to 
coincide with the PC. So that would mean he shows up the money in bank for the PC portion. Now, the money in the bank ladder matches themselves are taking place at the headquarters, which is going to be weird in and of itself. We'll talk about that in a bit. So, presumably, he could debut or unveil or whatever on uh, Money in the Bank, but who knows. Uh, but all right, let's get into Money in the Bank, I guess. Uh, so, like I said, there's no pre-show match going on. Although, it's interesting to note that the, pro- the three Profits who lost a non-title match to the Viking Raiders aren't defending their titles on the show. I, I could see... I would I would have thought that, w- that would have been an added match to the show. But uh, as of yet, it hasn't been. Will it be? I don't know. But as of right now, not on the show. But um, I would think they would. But um, yeah, I don't know. Um, um, oh, one other note before we get into the matches and start making predictions and stuff, though. Mike McGillicuddy, a.k.a. Curtis Axel... Wait, why did I call him Mike McGill? Curtis Axel, a.k.a. Uh, uh, what's his first name? Henning. I, I'm blanking. It's not Kurt Henning. It's his son, whose actual first name I'm blanking on. It's not Kurt. It's not Michael. Joe. Joe Henning. He got, he got let go. Uh, kind of delayed reaction on that one uh, versus the rest of the guys that got released, but... Um, Hadn't really been used too much um, recently outside of the B team, even though the B team hadn't really been a thing. I think I saw his last match. He fought um, uh, Daniel Bryan on a SmackDown a few months ago when I was at uh, a couple, two two months ago at uh, SmackDown in the Garden. Um, I think that might have been his last television match. Well, at least on SmackDown. He might have been on a main event. I don't really know. But anyways, all right, moving forward. Um, oh, one other thing to note. I guess I kind of glossed over that <laughs> in the sports thing because I kind of didn't want to talk about it. But um, did I talk about it? I don't remember. Yeah, Rob Gronkowski is now on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He uh, got traded by the, the Patriots for a third-round draft pick. Um which, by the way, if I, as I was talking about the draft, I didn't mention that the Patriots traded a bunch of draft picks because that's what they do. That's what they do. They traded their first pick and then blah, blah, blah. That's what they do. But anyways, um, so but he's still a 24-7 champion, so not quite sure how they're going to resolve that. But, uh, yeah. So with that said, my prediction will, whether or not uh, the 24-7 championship will change out, I'm going to go with no, <laughs> just because I don't, see him being involved but they could have filmed something a while back where he lost it already i, I wouldn't be surprised me but um for all intents and purposes let's just assume it's not going to happen yet i'm sure they'll i'm sure they're going to wait until he's you know practicing or something stupid with the uh, tampa bay and someone shows up and does something i'm sure that's what's going to happen but that won't be for a while um but anyways um yeah let's get into it uh so Starting things off, we have now. Like I said, there, there's no, there's no raw tag team championship being defended, um, and also there's no U.S. title being defended, and Andrade's not on the card, and he might be injured or something. I think I heard. I I thought he was healthy, but then I don't know. But he's not on the card either way. Um, he's got his little group. No, none of them are actually on the card. The little 
uh, Alexa, uh, 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 Zelina Vega's little group, none of them are actually involved. They all lost their qualifying matches, if I remember correctly. Or, I don't know if they were all in qualifying matches. I can't remember now. Regardless, none of them are in it, so they could get involved in something that that might have a pre-show match. I don't know. But either way, Andrade's not defending the U.S. title. Uh, uh, Sami Zayn hasn't been involved in weeks because he's been quarantining or self-isolating or whatever. Uh, So Intercontinental title won't be be defended. Uh, The women's tag titles aren't being defended. But the men's SmackDown Tag Team Championship are already being defended. Uh, the New Day defending against The Miz and Morrison against uh, The Forgotten Stuns, Steve Cutler, um, Jackson, Riker, and or Wesley Brake, who got called up for NXT. It's probably going to be Cutler and Blake, because Riker's usually like the guy on the outside, but we'll see. Against Lucha House Party, Grandma Talik, and Lince Dorado, as Kalisto is injured. Uh, I'm going to go with The New Day on this one. I just... I don't see the titles changing hands that quickly after they won them. Um, so, yeah, the New Day. Um, next up, well, we also don't have the Raw Women's Championship being defended, but we do have the SmackDown Women's Championship being defended. Very SmackDown-heavy show now that I'm looking at it. So I'm guessing they're going to add something from Raw, because there's three... Three ma- three SmackDown matches outside of the the two ladder matches, and there's only one Raw match. Seems, uh, yeah, that's interesting. So I'm guessing they're going to add at least one, probably two uh, Raw matches. Probably one of them being the pre-show match. Um, I don't know. Well, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'll update, I'll update my predictions. <laughs> well, whatever. We'll see. I don't know. But, uh, anyways, uh, yes, so... Bailey versus Tamina for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Sasha Banks will probably get involved somehow with Bailey. Either she costs her the title or she helps her retain. I'm thinking she helps her retain. Uh, but maybe she almost costs her, but Bailey's over overcome. Maybe uh, leading to some sort of split. Because eventually I feel like they're going to have the Bailey-Sasha match for the title. Something, some point, right? They gotta. Um, although maybe not, since Sasha Banks isn't in the Money in the Bank match, so whoever wins the Money in the Bank could presumably uh, win. Although they did, <laughs> they did, uh, and I'll, let's just get into it now. Um, they did talk about how on Raw on Monday, Becky Lynch returns to Raw to confront the winner of the Money in the Bank match, which would then presumably make it seem like it's going to be a raw participant because why would she confront the winner of the money bank if it's someone from SmackDown on raw wouldn't really make a ton of sense, but maybe they were just kind of saying, well, she'll be there and potentially confront the raw the or the money in the bank winner. If it's someone from raw, I suppose, I don't know regardless, but the match is Oscar versus Shayna Baszler versus Nia Jax versus Dana Brooke versus Lacey Evans versus Carmella. So, here, here's how this is going to work, and it's going to be really weird and strange, and I don't know how it's going to come off on TV or whatever, but it's already been recorded, so it's already happened. Um, but there, it's going to be at the WWE headquarters. It's going to start on the ground floor, presumably at the entrance, I'm assuming. And they have to make their way through the building up to the roof, and then on the roof, they've shown it's set up 
a ring set up there, and then there's a crane that has the briefcase hanging above the ring. Now, the interesting thing is that both the men and women's matches are going to happen at the same time. Now, from what I understand and what I've heard, uh, it's not going to be all at once. It's going to be, they're going to cut back in and out of it during the show, throughout the show. So how the men going to interact with the women is kind of another question that's kind of unclear. Uh, How it's all going to play out. Uh, How cinematic is it going to be is another kind of interesting thing that, you know, we'll... We'll find out, but um, it's going to be crazy. Uh, now, given how the, you know, last month with WrestleMania and then somewhat with NXT with the, you know, cinematic matches that they had, the Boneyard match and the um, the Firefly Funhouse, well, more so the Boneyard match and then the Gargano Ciampa, the Firefly Funhouse match was kind of just nonsense. I mean, not in a bad way. I don't, I don't mean that to be bad, but it wasn't like a match match where even though... You know, Boneyard match wasn't a match match. It was still the assemblance of a match. Um, and certainly Gargano and Ciampa was. So, you know, this I think will be some sort of assemblance of a match. More so than the Firefly Funhouse. But, you know, given the way it's already pre-recorded. And they're going to be both together. And it's going to be throughout the course of the show. It's going to be weird and interesting. But it should be should be fun, I'd imagine. Um, so with that said, I'll just, I'll just talk about both matches at the same time, I guess. So Daniel Bryan's taking on Rey Mysterio, Aleister Black, King Corbin, Otis, and then the returning, as I talked about the, uh, Boneyard match, AJ Styles. So, um, Cedric Alexander, oh, see, that's what happened. Cedric Alexander was fighting Andrade. He got hurt. I was like, I know Andrade didn't get hurt, but why is he not in anything? Which I still think he'll probably end up being. I think that whole group will have some sort of match, uh, pre-show or added or whatever. But in any event, um, yeah, AJ Styles ended up in this, they had this gauntlet match, last, you know, uh, kind of last minute gauntlet match, or uh, last opportunity gauntlet match, whatever they called it. And then AJ Styles is last man in, and he uh, beat somebody at the end, blanking who it was now, uh, but uh, was it Humberto Carrillo? Right? Yes? No? Yes, right? I think. I don't know. Anyway, either way, he won. Now he's in. So, yeah. So you know they're gonna have this, these matches going on. At, at, you know, I don't know. It's gonna be crazy. They're both going on at the same time throughout the course of the show. Now, whether that means they end the show with them, I don't know. Um, or if they kind of like throughout the course of the show, they try to get to the roof, and then the, by the time they get to the roof, it's just kind of won a match. But then to have the men and the women at the same time is going to be really interesting. I don't know. But in any event, my picks for the women's match. Uh, I want to say, I mean, Shayna Baszler seems like an obvious pick. But Asuka, I think, could get it. I don't, I don't know. Maybe Lacey Evans on the SmackDown side, but I don't really buy that either. I think it's between Asuka and Baszler. Um, I'm going to go Baszler. Shayna Baszler. And then um, for the men, uh, this is a tough one. I mean, King Corbin obviously already won it before and didn't, didn't work out well for him. Um, 
I do kind of like the idea of AJ Styles getting it. Otis, I feel like the whole Dolph Ziggler, Sonya Deville, Mandy thing's going to pop up and he's going to, it's going to knock him out. Daniel Bryan would be better if he was heel. As the face, I don't really, I don't see the need of it. Same goes for Rey Mysterio. Aleister Black, I don't, wouldn't be bad. I'm going to go AJ Styles just because I feel like since he's a heel, he can kind of, you know, he'll have it. He can do stuff with it. I mean, other, I would have said Corbin if he hadn't already won it. Uh, still could be Corbin though. Alistair Black, I guess is yeah. I'm I'm gonna go with AJ though. All right, moving on. Um, and we got the title matches. So first up, we got the Universal Title Match. We got uh, Braun Strowman defending against Bray Wyatt, and it's specifically Bray Wyatt. It's not the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Now, the could the Fiend show up at some point? Sure, I guess so, and cause some chaos. Sure, especially if it's pre-recorded which again not 100 sure what's going to be pre-recorded what's going to be live i mean i'm assuming all the mat the money in the bank ladder match stuff is all pre-recorded since supposedly it was recorded weeks ago uh but all the other matches could be live or they could have some of them could have been taped i don't know it's i'm not not 100 sure but uh with that said i just don't see bray wyatt winning being braun Strowman. If it was The Fiend, it might be a different story. But I feel like that's why they're having Bray Wyatt fight Braun Strowman as opposed to The Fiend fighting Bray, uh, Braun Strowman. Now, could that mean that Braun Strowman beats Bray Wyatt and then The Fiend attacks him afterwards, setting up a match between Braun Strowman and The Fiend later on? Could be. Um, either way, I see Strowman retaining the title. And then finally, in, uh, I don't know if it's the main event of the evening or not, we'll find out, but for the WWE Championship, we got um, Drew, McEnfi- Drew McIntyre defending against Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins will probably have Buddy Murphy, or Murphy, I, sorry, in his corner now. Uh, either Akam or Razor got injured, which doesn't mean the other one couldn't be involved somehow, but I, for whatever reason, they're not. Um... Could we potentially see someone else join the stable and help out Seth Rollins? I suppose. Um, but uh, I don't see Drew losing the title. So ultimately I'm going with Drew McIntyre on this one. So there we go. Uh, Samoa Joe also returned to uh, commentary. Um, he had been out with a concussion and then he got suspended for violating the wellness policy so but he's back he's doing commentary jerry lawler's kind of been in and out of it as far as commentaries commentaries can be kind of weird now the other thing to note and it's kind of weird uh so for raw like i said they were advertising becky lynch going to be on raw on monday to confront potentially confront the um uh the uh the, the money in the bank winner but they also advertised edge and randy orton but it was kind of weird the phrasing it was almost like they aired the wrong commercial it seemed like to me it was like edge and randy orton will be in the same place and who will be the hunter who will be the hunted i was like wait we haven't been seen since wrestlemania why is all of a sudden they're hunting each other like it didn't really make sense and seemed pretty fun finite that the match the way the match ended that they were done so why would they then rekindle that I almost wonder that they aired the wrong commercial, but I don't know. I mean, I didn't 
check to see whether they were still advertising that, but potentially Edge and Orton on Raw on Monday for whatever reason. But we'll find out. Um, seemed weird. Seemed weird the way it was um, worded and advertised uh, for Raw, but we'll find out, I guess. Um, yeah, I guess that's going to do it. Um, uh, the only other thing I didn't really talk about is Dark Side of the Ring. Um, they've been airing more episodes. They've been interesting. Um, they did a Herb Abrams one UWF story. The the Dino Bravo one was interesting just because didn't really know a ton of that story. Um, but, you know, a lot of them are just, they don't have happy endings. I mean, I understand it's Dark Side of the Ring. They had the David Schultz one where he uh, smacked the reporter guy. That one was kind of interesting. Um, but outside of, like... It's like, what happened to David Schultz? It's like, yeah, whatever. I don't know, but, um, and it's like I knew, knew the story, so, I don't know, it's kind of interesting, I guess, but it wasn't anything groundbreaking, I suppose, um, but I know the Owen Hart one's coming up in a couple weeks, I forget what's this week, but, I don't know, it's been interesting, um, I've been watching it, um, but yeah, thank you, thank you everyone for, uh, listening, uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, you can subscribe to the podcast on I. On Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, go check out the blog at razorvader.blogspot.com. You can hit me up on Twitter at One Man Renegade. I'm also on Instagram now on One Man Renegade. There's also a Facebook page now. Uh, check out One Man Renegade podcast on the Facebook page. Like that. Like all of those. Follow all of those. Subscribe to all of those. Whatever else you do, hit me up. Uh, like everything. So you know, five stars. Uh, let me know what you like about the show all that stuff then head on over to youtube and check out the youtube channel one man renegade podcast on youtube and subscribe over there like all the videos share all the videos watch all the videos all the stuff um and thank you everyone for listening as always uh we don't know what's going on in the world uh or what's going to happen in the world in the next coming weeks months as far as as the world opening back up but uh everyone be safe you know practice the social distancing where you need to um or just in general, stay healthy, you know, wash your hands and cover your mouths and whatever, wear gloves and masks wherever you need to be wearing those and uh, stay safe and healthy and, and uh, yeah, stay at home if, you know, stay at home if you just don't need to be anywhere. Uh, uh, I get it, can get stir crazy, but you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to help providing you some entertainment. So, you know, listen to podcasts, listen to some of the old podcasts. Maybe I'll put a 19, I'm thinking 1994 top 10 movies, 94. Maybe I'll put that out for next week. Don't I cannot make any promises, but something I'm thinking about dealing with, so uh, diving into. So maybe for next week, possibly. So come back, check it out. Uh, but uh, thank you for listening, and stay safe, stay healthy, and all that stuff. And we'll talk to you again soon. And enjoy Money in the Bank on uh, Sunday, and taking place at the PC Performance Center, and also the headquarters is going to be nutty. And also UFC on Sunday, and then no, on Saturday, and then Monday, and then next Saturday. So lots of USC coming up too. So we're slowly but surely getting back into some sports and we'll find out. So here it is. Uh, thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Some